Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. So we're your hosts, I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. Today we will be talking not about a book in particular, but in a topic in general, which is flowing through a few different books of Riho Okawa's teachings. And today the topic is suicide and why it's not worth it. So we're going to take a general overview about the teachings of Riho Okawa about suicide and about the afterlife. And basically try and put it in perspective in terms of the spiritual teachings so that we can understand it much deeper. So I have here with me today, John, and I'd like to start out by asking you, John, uh, just why suicide is not worth it from this spiritual perspective. Okay. I mean, you know, first off, I think people see suicide as an escape from their problems. We're all given a workbook of problems in life, which is something Rio Kawa writes about. And we have our lifespan to work through these problems. You know, we're not meant to live a life with no difficulties. Nobody does. And so the problem is, is that we all do have a set lifespan that God provides us with to accomplish whatever we're here to accomplish in life. So when we end our lifespan prematurely, we still have a soul. So our soul is still going to stay in this world for the remainder of the time that we were meant to be here. So if we are supposed to live to 80 years old, but we commit suicide when we're 30, we're going to be here for another 50 years, except we're going to be alone. We're not going to be able to communicate with anybody. We're going, you know, we might visit loved ones and whatnot. So it's not the escape that it's thought of in reality because there is a soul. And I think that if that point is known better to people, I don't think they would have the same thought about suicide. You know, I think there would be more determination to fight through whatever difficulties they're facing. Yeah, you really said a lot of good points there and very deep points. So as you said about the workbook of life, we are born with a certain mission. We are born with a certain goal. And then we have a certain life plan, which where our destiny has led us to follow. And we also go through a lot of sufferings and setbacks in our life. And those setbacks and sufferings, we experience them as pain and sadness and other types of emotions which are not necessarily happy. But through those experiences, we are essentially fortifying our soul, making our soul stronger, and then giving ourselves a chance to understand other people through that experience through expanding our mind and understanding other people also go through pains and sufferings. And I am not alone in that sense. We are all experiencing this so that those are nourishment for us. It's like a whetstone for our soul to be strengthened into the future. And then as you said about the fact that our souls never die, we are eternal beings. So there's no way to end the existence of our soul. By killing our physical body, what we're doing, as you said, it's completely true. We cannot leave this world because we had a certain mission to be here. And so what that means is that we are not going to disappear into nothingness, which is what atheists believe. We are not going to go to heaven or hell either on the religious sense. We have to experience those years that we are supposed to live here. And so we are essentially what's called a lost spirit or a wandering spirit. And then we can't really communicate with anyone, as you said. 
So we just have to, I mean, just wander for all those years. It's a kind of limbo. And it's not anything that anyone would want to experience. It's a terrible thing. And then adding on to that, a lot of the souls who commit suicide, unfortunately, they weren't aware after they died that they are a soul. So what's happened many times in the past, in a great majority of cases, is that they will again try to commit suicide because they think they're not dead. They think that they haven't passed on. So what that means is they will try to again commit suicide again, 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 and they don't realize that they are a soul so that nothing will happen. And it's like a never ending experience of suffering by their own creation. And so suicide is not just something that is bad from a worldly standpoint. It is excruciatingly painful to the soul for a large number of years. And so it's nothing that anyone would want to experience. Yeah. And I mean, even though, you know, what you just mentioned of a soul not realizing that its physical body is dead and just repeating that, what can happen is um, I'm sure, you know, many of our listeners are familiar that there are certain places where a lot of suicides tend to happen, whether a bridge or a certain building or wherever. And what will happen is the spirit of the soul, rather, of that person who's reliving that experience kind of drag people in mm -hmm. to that cycle. So, you know, and there becomes this accumulation of souls essentially committing them suicide in a very similar fashion in that place. And it's just, uh, so it brings more of that into this world. And it's just, it's very confusing for all of the souls that are engaged in it and they're not accomplishing what they are here for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely, it sounds gruesome. It sounds morbid, but it's a fact of life that this is happening. And so Riho Okawa is offering these spiritual truths so that those people don't have to experience it by learning about the facts of what's really going on here. And then, yeah, as you said, so we've talked about through Happy Science teachings that the mind emits a certain wavelength, and that is called the laws of same wavelengths attraction. So souls gather to people who think certain types of thoughts. So if someone is contemplating on committing suicide, what tends to happen is that a spirit who has committed suicide will come to that person and try to encourage them to uh, move forward with their suicide. And sometimes the spirit thinks that because that person commits suicide that they will be free, but that's not the case. So what's actually happening is by just thinking about committing suicide, they are attracting the possibility that they will do it because these spirits are coming to them who've already done it before. And it's like multiplying their thoughts and then they become obsessed with it and then they move forward with it. So it's not the original person who thought of doing it. They're being negatively influenced from outside so that the people who are thinking like that have to come to grips with that and realize it's not really them. The person that's thinking these thoughts, a lot of times it's coming from outside and then they have to take responsibility to cut that flow off by changing themselves, changing their own mindset. So, of course, that's easier said than done, which is why we have a lot of teachings in happy science about hope, about happiness, about living a bright, prosperous future in your life, and from the macro perspective, that the world is going to become a much better place in the future if we can just uh, stay with it, stay here in this world. Yeah. Absolutely, Don. You know, and think, you know, if any of our listeners are going through a lot of difficulty right now, you know, just know that 
there is a way through it mm -hmm. and you do have the resilience within you to get through it you know and i think that's just such an important thing to tell yourself and to believe and and you know in accordance with that law of safe wavelengths that will attune you with the right types of spiritual energies which will help you get through it yeah exactly that's such a good point john so we all have a guardian spirit and that guardian spirit is tasked with watching over our lives and there's no one's guardian spirit who's encouraging them to commit suicide. The guardian spirit is tasked with protecting the individual and leading them to happiness. So if you can have faith in that fact and try to muster up the will to believe it and then start accepting it, then you can start to get closer to connecting with your guardian spirit who will try to push away those negative forces that are trying to get to you. So through your faith, through your positive thinking, you're starting to attract the positive side of the spiritual influences, which automatically pushes out the bad spiritual influences. So that's kind of a law of attraction, law of same wavelength attraction that we teach in happy science. So I mentioned earlier about hope and about the brighter future, but essentially last year was 2020 and Rihokawa taught that that year was the beginning of something called the Golden Age. So the Golden Age is just beginning, and it's going to go on into the future. So if we can think about the upcoming brighter future that's been predicted and prophesized to come, we can realize that the future is so hopeful. The future is something we want to be a part of. We don't want to leave this world right now because we're about to see something that the world has never seen before. It's a spiritual age where the educational systems, the political systems, the religious uh, systems are all going to be revolutionized and made into something very bright and happy. And so that's going to be so great and there's no reason to leave right now. Very well said. <laughs> yeah. So one reference material that might be beneficial to you and helpful to you is from Riho Okawa's book called The Laws of Great Enlightenment. And in chapter two, he teaches the power to forgive sins, which is to have the courage to forgive both yourself and others. And I think that is especially relevant to this conversation. It talks about the fact that, I mean, what happens to those who commit suicide, as we already uh, mentioned, but also the reasons behind it, a few reasons, and how to overcome those things, such as suffering caused by a crime or an accident and accepting things that are uncontrollable, accepting things that are also created by carelessness. So it talks about a certain driver of a truck who strikes a child and then having the courage to forgive that person, which takes a lot of courage, but what it does is it sets ourselves free, it sets the person who committed that uh, crime, that uh, murder free, and it you know also benefits the soul of the person who is deceased. There's also things in here, such as about accepting perfectionism, accepting things beyond perfectionism, not worrying too much about the small details, accepting awkwardness as a part of life, as well as knowing that human beings are imperfect creatures. So we can understand that we are not supposed to live 100% perfect lives, and accidents are part of life, and just knowing that is a way to get closer to forgiveness. And then also things such as, you know, 
businessmen going through economic disasters and shocks, things such as exams and relationships, that everything has odds, so we, everything has a certain uh, percentage chance of coming true, so we can't know whether things are going to work out in the end. And then just knowing that mental suffering is something that shouldn't last forever, that we can set a time limit to it and then eventually get over it through time. Time heals all wounds, some people say, and that we can know that we will live a longer life into the future, so we can just let it go after time moves on. So you can learn more from that book, The Laws of Great Enlightenment. I'm also gonna turn it over here to my, my partner, John, who will mention about the beauty and wonder of the spirit world, and also some facts about the spirit world. Sure. So Rio Alcala wrote a book called My Journey Through the Spirit World, a true account of my experiences of the hereafter. And it provides a very thorough overview of what one can expect in the world after death of the physical body. And so, you know, it does discuss what we were speaking about earlier about, you know, how a person who doesn't, a soul who doesn't believe in life after death still has a soul still is a soul, so they will nonetheless exist. But it also, you know, explains how basically every dimension is like a school that we go to to learn on, kind of like this world, and then the spiritual wisdom we gain in there. Even if your soul goes to hell, that's still a school. You're learning something that you need before you can come back to this world and continue to learn and continue to contribute towards building God's universe, essentially. And so this book is just a beautiful overview of what you the heavens uh, are like what type of dimension you will go to after you die and this the dynamics of like how we plan for our rebirth in the future and how we can even you know start to become aware of these dynamics now and how you know even uh, that the spiritual world is a dynamic place that's ever changing mm -hmm. you know so it's not even that that's a static world and it's just it's too much to go into you know in a few minutes but right. it, it's a beautiful book that really just i think gives us a sense of hope mm -hmm. yeah that's absolutely right and yeah so if we combine these things and we know that god loves us god forgives us and then god gave us a mission and a destiny in life and it's going to be a very eventful life so we can look forward to all the different things that are going to happen in the future and then after our life through all the experiences the ups and downs the sufferings we went through we use all of that as wisdom and experience that we take with us into the next world which as we go to heaven through our faith then we enter this beautiful land of light and it's there's so many different realms there's so many different places to go to and that world is such a fantastic and wonderful world, we can look forward to the rest of our lives and we can look forward to living a, a correct life in the future that will lead us to such a beautiful world and live out our destiny and our mission. So I think that's so hopeful for everyone and it applies to every single person. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with all that said, this is just an intro to the topic of suicide. So you can learn more from some of Riho Kawa's books. As we mentioned today, two of them, The Laws of Great Enlightenment and My Journey to the Spirit World. So you can learn more about both of those books on okawabooks.com. And anyways, they are fantastic reads. So you can learn how to purchase them from okawabooks.com. And you can also find them in the Happy Science Temples. 
So that's all for today. I really appreciate you tuning in and live a bright, positive, and hopeful rest of your life. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, Dylan. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.